There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And today we'll be discussing episode eight of season two of Resident Alien. Okay, this was stressful. Yes. <laughs> because this was leading into like the the pause for the season. Yeah, the break. <laughs> yes. And it's like, where are they going to end it? You keep thinking, oh, is it ending here? Is it ending here? Right. This was a wild episode, to say the least. <laughs> yes. So before we get into that, you have some reading. Yes, episode 8 brought in a 0.15 rating in adults 18 to 49 with 1.1 million viewers, making it the 45th rated cable show for the day. And Astrid and Lily Save the World brought in a 0.04 with 0.221 million viewers for 133rd. But yeah, we got us back over the million viewers, which is definitely great ratings, and I can see why, because it was an awesome episode. So good. So let's get into episode eight, Alien Dinner Party. It's a surprise party as everyone gathers to celebrate Harry, but some dangerous guests cause havoc. You think? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we open with David Logan meeting with General McAllister on a bridge. McAllister demands to see the alien ball David has on his person. In return, David wants honorable discharge, pension, and his life back. David flashes the ball, but unfortunately, a mysterious someone or something shoots him. David David topples over the side of the bridge and falls into the waters below. Callister returns fire on this elusive shooter and flees the scene. The shooter lurks in the shadows. His seemingly human eyes morph into a blank grayish hue when he blinks. It's abundantly clear that he's not of this world. I wasn't expecting them to kill him off. Right. Well, and there's still no guarantee that David's dead yet. That's true. I mean, he got shot. It didn't look like it was a fatal shot. And he fell off the bridge into the water. So maybe if that river was deep enough, maybe he survived. Maybe he didn't. (laughs) True. But we go to Harry's cabin and we join up with Sheriff Mike, Mayor Ben, and all the others, while the former mocks the good mayor for the amazingly dark play we saw in last week's episode. Come on, that was funny. Yes. <laughs> Paper gave it a scathing review, but the sheriff is actually more interested in the news that neighboring town Jessup is vying for a five-star resort to build there. Why shouldn't the resort call Patient Home instead? Meanwhile, Harry, Us, and Dan arrive at Harry's cabin to the surprise birthday party with Ben, Darcy, Kate, Liv, Mike, and John in attendance. The whole gang's here. Harry orders everyone to leave, but Ben insists on celebrating the good doctor's birthday. I love it, Harry. It's like, no. Yeah. (laughs) 
Of course, we know Ben has ulterior motives. He wants to rehire Harry as the town doc. Asta urges Harry to hide the duffel bag containing the alien egg so he conceals his said bag in his bunker. And when Ben grabbed the bag, thought Harry was going to lose it then. Ben put it on his bed and rolls off. He throws it. I'm like, yeah, tosses it on the bed and Harry has to dive to catch the thing before it hits the floor. Now, Asta attempts to shoo the crew away by claiming Harry's ill. Ben believes they can nurse him back to health through the power of birthday pie. <laughs> it's like, Ben, get out. Just get out. Yes. Next, we see our gang socializing as any would at a shindig. Liv tantalizes Ben with her scrumptious deviled eggs. That was hilarious. She was, he finally agrees to get one. And he realizes how good they are, and she's not going to let him have another one. (laughs) No, you didn't believe. Yep. Now, Mike figures out Ben's plan and wonders when the mayor will ask Harry to work at the clinic again. Asta pulls our resident alien aside and declares they should try to break up the party, especially since they don't know what will happen when the egg hatches. Harry moseys downstairs to the bunker to check on the egg. However, the duffel bag is empty and eggshell fragments remain in the wake of the escaped baby extraterrestrial mix. So this is not good. (laughs) Sure, it's not a problem at all. No. Austin Darcy share a moment upstairs and the later reveals she stopped drinking for a whole afternoon. Hey, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, gotta start somewhere. Not only that, but Darcy's eating healthier and hitting the gym. While Harry's grabbing ice in his basement, we hear the little booger scurrying. And Mike keeps wanting to help Harry with the ice. (laughs) No, go away. I've got it. Plus, I like it because it's cold on my nipples. It's like, what? Yeah. Even Kate gets a whiff of the sulfur from the alien baby hatching with her keen pregnancy nose. That was a little scary. (laughs) I honestly thought she was just smelling from the egg. Like, kind of sulfur in the eggs. And it's It's, like, oh, no, okay, it's even worse. Yeah, (laughs) that's what they tried to convince her it was, that's for sure. (laughs) Meanwhile, Max and Sahar conspire on how to sneak past Ellen, their babysitter for the evening. That really wouldn't be too hard. <laughs> no, no, she didn't care. No, Sahar learns that Dr. Ethan Stone went missing after Max told the men in black that he was the alien in patience. Sahar muses it's only a matter of time before they discover Ethan's human and return to town searching for the genuine article. So later, Max and Sahar discover that Ellen might be the world's worst babysitter. She doesn't care what the kids get up to as long as they refrain from drug use and return home before Ben and Kate. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. They actually, Sahar comes up with the great idea to have her watch nature videos with a very boring, monotone voice. (laughs) So we go. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Back to the party. Darcy gives Kate a pep talk after she learns the latter hasn't taken a pregnancy test yet. Kate confesses she's unhappy with her life. She'd prefer to jet set to New York City than spend another minute being a baby factory impatient. That's only two. You're not a baby factory. Come on, Kate. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, wow, okay. You haven't been kicking out a ton of them. No. <laughs> then Dan 
finds a slab of raw meat he had previously placed on the grill go inexplicably missing. That would freak me out a little bit, too. Could it be a particular baby alien stirring up trouble? Yeah, I think so. Little hungry baby. Yeah, because that was a pretty big slab of beef there. It was. It wasn't a hamburger. It was a whole big <laughs> two-pound steak. Now, Darcy supports Kate while she takes the pregnancy test, and it's positive. But Kate's still not buying it completely. And, of course, Darcy ends up getting urine on her hand. <laughs> yeah, that, you know what? There's being there for your friend, and yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and their little discussion about it. Oh, man. Yeah, maybe. Kate, oh, I like getting peed on, too. What? what? <laughs> Lib discloses her alien beliefs to Asta and reveals someone came into the police station to talk about a UFO sighting. I was wondering when that was going to come out. By God, it did, and I think Asta did the best she could with it without saying, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Asta tries to brush it off, asserting that aliens wouldn't want to show themselves in a small town like Patient. No, they'd rather do it in New York City. <laughs> yep. Next, Jay, who arrived a little earlier with cake for the birthday alien, asks Asta if she wants to grab lunch for Jay's upcoming 18th birthday. Asta, overjoyed, accepts the invite. And that was a really cute moment. Good to see. That takes a whole lot of stress off of Asta. Now, Darcy observes while Asta runs into the bathroom to have a celebratory cry. Suddenly, Asta catches a glimpse of the alien baby in Harry's toilet before the little guy flies out the window. <laughs> so awesome. It's like, uh, this isn't good. This isn't good. No. <laughs> Asta's furious that Harry didn't tell her about the egg hatching. The duo decides to keep everyone inside while hunting for the extraterrestrial. Asta asks Dan to keep the party indoors while the alien lurks outside. Now we see Max and Sahar show up at the cabin, and they watch as the baby quickly consumes a raccoon. That was, wow. <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of left of that raccoon. No. Mike urges Dan to join him on the lake so he can scatter his best friend's ashes, the ones he wears around his neck. But Dan puts a kibosh on that, citing it's too windy for ash scattering. Man, that was some quick thinking by Dan. Because Mike was off. Yeah. <laughs> Later, Ben approaches Harry in the basement and pops the question. Well, Harry reprises his role as the town doctor. Uh, Harry awkwardly... Tells him he'll think about it, embracing Ben to swat at the looming alien baby on the wall behind him. And that's going to be another problem. Yes. Because it's got invisibility. That, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, crap. No. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kate informs Darcy about Ben adding a resort to patient. And you kind of go, this is going to go so horribly wrong. <laughs> Darcy thought the photos he took that day they smoked weed together were for the town website. And Ben enters the conversation. He explains himself to Kate and Darcy. Well, not really. <laughs> no, he he doesn't have a great sense of what to say. How the heck no. mayor is beyond? Yes, because nobody else wanted the job. <laughs> I think so. And then Mike has to open his mouth, mentioning that Darcy kissed Ben. <laughs> it just goes from bad to worse. 
It's like, why are you helping me? Why? Yes. <laughs> well, I told you you should have told her a long time ago. And this truth bomb leads to Kate discovering Darcy spent the night in her house. Oh, it's getting worse. <laughs> Kate's irate with Darcy for lying to her about the kiss and the hangout session with her husband. Then Kate drops the pregnancy news on Ben. <laughs> this episode opens many, many cans of worms. Oh my gosh. Everyone's like, a whole bunch of people reacted in ways I didn't expect them to react. Right. <laughs> Kate calls Darcy out for her penchants for chaos and attached men, and while it's not 100% accurate, Kate's not wrong either. Darcy doesn't have a leg to stand on in this scenario. She fumbled the ball by not coming clean about the kiss with Ben and spending time with him behind his wife's back. Ben chases after Kate, and the pair try to hash out their issues in the bathroom. It's not exactly a big place. No! <laughs> However, every time they broach uncomfortable territory, it always culminates in sex, and this time is no different. Kind of awkward. Very awkward. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone sings happy birthday to Harry, and Mike instructs our favorite alien to blow out the candle. Suddenly, the electricity goes out, and all we hear are Ben and Kate doing the nasty in Harry's bathroom. And Jay even knew what it was. <laughs> okay. Dan and Austin counter Max and Sahar in the basement, and the kids warn them about the men in black returning to patient. Asta asks Dan to take Sahar and Max home while she continues the hunt for the rogue alien baby. Back inside, Liv tells John she believes there's an extraterrestrial presence in patient, just as we see the fugitive alien baby crawling underneath the couch. Well, you're totally right, Liv. Yeah, Liv. Sees flashes from her alien encounter and reveals to John her plans of reeling in a tracker to scope out the town. Yeah, that was a part we didn't see before. You know, all we saw were the lights going over young Liv's head. And mm -hmm. apparently she had an encounter because as the baby crawled under, you could just see Liv react to it. Maybe it was just that other one that with the lights. and Yeah, it could be. Just sensitive now or something. Yep. Next, Asta reassures Darcy that things Kate said weren't true. Darcy loathes herself for screwing things up with Elliot, so Asta encourages her to reach out to him. Well, that's not going to help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Call him, call him, call him. I'm not going to call him. I'm not going to. I'll text. Darcy texts Elliot a simple hi, which leads to an actual, well, I wouldn't call it a conversation. He, he did reply back with hi. <laughs> And this is while they're outside with Asta with the shotgun. And Darcy's going, okay. Harry finally spots the alien baby, but before he can capture it, the little creature jumps on Harry's head, infiltrating his mind. It looks like Harry transported to the extraterrestrial's infant's mind, wherein Goliath now resides. Goliath informs Harry that his people aren't coming to Earth because it's too dangerous. Another alien race is already on the planet with plans of destruction. Now, now it, I was wondering if they meant destruction of the Earth or destruction of his race if they showed up. Right. Because I was kind of like, I wasn't sure which way it was going with that. Yeah, they kind of left that a little open-ended. I mean, the way Goliath put it, at least it seemed to me, was that, yeah, they're planning on taking the Earth for themselves. Okay. So I see that. if that's killing all the people, then yeah, fine. We'll, we'll wipe out humanity and we'll take over the planet. 
Now, it is possible the thing that shot David Loken, a.k.a. Inver Gokchika's character from Agent Carter, is one of them. Well, I kind of assumed it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did not know it was uh, that actor, though. I didn't oh, recognize no, I didn't him at first, yeah. Then the man she Terry in real life. Now, he works for the Gavin Powell group, and he knows human Harry. The man believes he was mistaken in trusting Harry to kill Sam Hodges. Before the guy fires another shot at Harry, he falls over dead. And we see Asta is the one who killed him, and Darcy bears witness. And you go, uh-oh. Yeah, because then you hear, was it Mike at the very mm -hmm. end running, saying, I heard you. Yes. Like, oh, crap. Yeah, this has got <laughs> a whole lot of ramifications. You can't help but notice that Harry's been shot, so right. it's and not Harry who killed him. <laughs> right, right. And it's not exactly going to be Harry laying there soon. Right. going to see, like, the alien, so <clears throat> this is not going to be great. Well, no, it wasn't the alien. It was the Gavin Powell people, so this guy's no, a no, human. No, I mean, I mean, oh, the Harry's baby, yeah. Alien. Harry is and alien. Baby, yeah. yeah. We're going to see all sorts of things that we're probably not supposed to see. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll have to do another mind wipe. Maybe. Or just sit everybody down and explain the truth. We'll see how well that works out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be one of those really interesting things to see how the writers manage to <laughs> get Harry out of this mess. And we got a whole half season to find out. Right. But it's coming back in August, so we do know that. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season. Our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send your feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast. With good ratings and reviews, it helps other fans of the show find us as there are plenty of other. No. We're the only one. <laughs> Resident Alien podcast out there. No, there is another one now. Tell your friends, and we do hope you're enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts. You can go over to www.fangirlzone.com, check out all the different podcasts and all the ways to get a hold of us on our contacts page. We happily take your feedback, audio, letter, little snippet on Twitter, however you want to hit us up. And we love to share your thoughts on air along with our own thoughts. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Steve. I would not fire a gun made of butts. <laughs> and I'm Sean Fangirl S. And until next time. <laughs>